Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to a special Christmas edition the drama. of The Naked. Gaming podcast with me, Lee Milner, and me, Chris Barrow. It's Christmas. Christmas. Woo! Yeah, it's been an interesting uh, year. Interesting, difficult, but I got you. Oh. I got you, babe. We got uh, married this year. I know. That seems a, a long time ago. A now. long time ago. <laughs> well, I thought we'd do a Christmas special just to cheer everyone up. Yeah. I've got a present for you. What? I've what? got a present. Because it's Christmas, right? So we've got each other presents. Pink wrapping paper and everything. Oh, thank you. I know you'd so like it. Uh, so this is obviously my gift to you. Uh, so let me just there you go. And also, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've actually asked for this on the podcast. God, did you? Like, how did you wrap this? <laughs> what is it? I know you, how much you love Crash what? Bandicoot. So I got is you. this. If you remember, oh. you, you said that you wanted a Crash Bandicoot plushie for well. our Christmas special. He's adorable. So that's my present to you. And uh, obviously, so your present to me, what did you get? Um, Don't just look around the room. A, a cracker. Cr- a cracker. A Christmas cracker. A okay. Christmas cracker. Come on, then. I'll take it, then. Okay, come on. Ready? Yeah, on. Don't cheat. Oh, yeah! I always lose. Merry I Christmas. Win. I'm going to have a Christmas spirit now. Do you want to hear the joke? Go on, then. Why do birds... Fly south in the winter. Because it's cold? Because it's too far to walk. But I'm. Anyway. So, anyway, we have got some things that we've genuinely planned for this episode. Yeah, that's right. You're finding out later on, aren't you, Chris, about a film that's been made entirely in the Unreal Engine called Gods of Mars. I've known about the Unreal Engine as a game engine. About 15 years ago, I played this game called Unreal Tournament. And I spent hundreds of hours playing this video game. It's a first-person shooter game. It's fun. And um, I never thought it it was going to eventually become a cinematic tool. We review the big release, Cyberpunk. And our little Christmas helper, Alex Rhodes, will be joining us later on in the programme. You're a dentist to all the christmas figures of your childhood and beyond so you get to pull the rotting teeth out of santa's mouth oh yes subscribe so you get every single episode just search for the naked gaming podcast on twitter instagram itunes as well of course you yep. can subscribe there leave yep. us a christmas review and let's start off with the gaming news here's lee milner Cyberpunk 2077 has been removed from the PlayStation Store until further notice. After the game was released earlier this month, players reported glitches, bugs and exceptionally slow frame rates. So Sony decided to take action. 
Hilariously, the link they tweeted out to customers wanting a refund stopped working for a while. Microsoft are also offering refunds for the game. Meanwhile, Cyberbug 2077 is trending online. We'll be reviewing this game later on in the episode. Oh, sorry. The London Underground has temporarily renamed several of its stations in conjunction with the PlayStation 5 release. There's Miles End instead of Mile End after Spider-Man Miles Morales, the very tenuous Gran Turismo 7 Sisters and our favourite Ratchet and Clankester Gate. And finally, Nintendo Switch fans have revolted because in a recent update, Nintendo added a new online icon to the dashboard. It's the only one with a red background, so it kind of looks out of place. Why would you do that? Thank you, Lee. And I know that you like things to match and be tidy, so that's uh, it's really annoying for people who... I also like things to be really clean. Why are you leaning over? Because we've got loads of rubbish everywhere. Everywhere. It's always, it's literally, I don't know how you do it. I tidy this house and you always seem to manage to, to mess it up. Uh, it's a good time. thing I'm editing this episode. So that was the end of that round. <laughs> Stop kidding around. Snake. Snake! So my quest to get the PlayStation 5 continues. And I know I haven't told you this yet. I'm delighted to say that I have actually managed to buy a PlayStation 5. Have you actually? Really? Well. (laughs) What? So it was listed on Amazon for £100. Right. It's got to be a mistake. Clearly a scam. Yeah. The buyer on Amazon was called Place a Gift List to get a £25 gift card. That's his name. name name. Wow, that's a long name. It's obviously a fake account, right? Yeah. Um, So not not legitimate in any way. Today, the item has been dispatched, according to Amazon. I wonder what we're going to get. And it says it's a PlayStation 5 as good as new. So I'll let you know on the progress of whether I do, in fact, manage to get a PlayStation 5 for £100. It'd be good if you did. No. So I can't wait to tell you about this one. It's This is groundbreaking here. Yeah, this is absolutely amazing. Production has just started on the world's first feature-length film to be shot entirely with video game technology. Gods of Mars uses the Unreal Engine, which is normally used to make uh, games like Fortnite, Gears of War. But this time it's creating all the film's special effects and virtual environments from rocket ships to robots. So it's hoped that this kind of technology could save filmmakers huge amounts of money. Chris, you've been taking a look. Gods of Mars is a sci-fi epic. Think Star Wars set on the red planet. In the first trailer, you can see starships screeching by as the camera pans to the left, revealing Mars. Now, normally this kind of shot would involve a huge team of special effects artists. The big difference here, though, is that in Gods of Mars, all the special effects and outer space backdrops will be generated using the Unreal Engine, which has been developed by Epic Games. Now, this kind of technology has been used before, most recently in Disney's hit series The Mandalorian, but only for certain scenes. This is the first time an entire film is being made using LED walls and environments and objects that have been scanned into the computer. Peter Hayaguchi is the film's director, and he has some experience of using this technology already. I've known about the Unreal Engine as a game engine. About 15 years ago, I played this game called Unreal Tournament. 
and I spent hundreds of hours playing this video game. It's a first-person shooter game. It's fun. And um, I never thought it, would, it was going to eventually become a cinematic tool. This new technology of scanning real-life things and putting them into the Unreal Engine is really new. And it just sort of hit me like a ton of bricks. Why don't we scan miniatures and then put them into the Unreal Engine? Theoretically, it should look real because it is real. It's good. It's really good. So how did the concept for this film come about? Jonathan Schreiber wrote the script. My original conception of the movie was that it would take place a lot of it underground, so it would be fairly low budget, and it could be done with sets. You'd only see Mars maybe and a few shots exterior. Then the vision came that we should have a terraform Mars, in other words, change the oxygen level so that it's almost breathable, have plants there. So basically you could live there with little apparatus. You wouldn't have spacesuits on, for instance. So with this brand new technology, you need a top visual effects supervisor. And here, that's David Stump. It's a wonderful opportunity to explore doing things that we never thought of doing with the tools before. And action. You get to explore the technique, and then sometimes magic happens. So what's the point of using this new technology? Director Peter Hayaguchi says it's a lot cheaper. This project is being done with entirely new tools. The software, the hardware, the cameras, the editing, pretty much everything that we're making this movie on is different than what Hollywood uses today. Instead of spending a million dollars a minute, which is how much a Pixar movie costs, we just need one computer and one graphics card. And boom, we're able to build photorealistic worlds in real time. Making a movie that looks like a game is unacceptable. And that's why Hollywood hasn't adopted this technology up until this point, because it looked like a video game. But now, it just looks like life. It's just mind-blowing how much of a paradigm shift this is. I've always wanted to direct a Star Wars movie, and this movie got the scope of Star Wars. But we're able to do it on a catering budget of a Star Wars movie. And... There's something really kind of uh, delicious about that. The new visual reality approach is expected to save about 70% of the costs of a typical CGI-heavy production. That's potentially millions of dollars. The technology also means that production can be very COVID-secure because you don't need as many people on set, and the single stage used for the film is very easy to sanitise. When it's finished, Gods of Mars will be the first feature-length film to be made with the Unreal Engine. Could this be the future of film production? It certainly could be, and some final footage from Gods of Mars will be shown in May next year. I was so excited for this, I had to play you the trailer for Back for Blood mm. uh, which is basically the sequel for Left 4 Dead and this is all you talk about. well we started playing Left 4 Dead the other day and you actually enjoyed your zombie killing experience yeah I did actually so this is like the spiritual successor we might as well call it Left 4 Dead 3 check it out there's too many stick together we got a job to do fuck her up handsome this is my favourite hoodie a little club soda will take that right up Watch out! How awesome is that? Four player It's amazing! Four player co-op again! Uh, it's set for release in June next year. You can pre-order it right now. Peel's here! This is the Naked Gaming Podcast with me, Lee Milner, and Chris Bero. Are, are you already on the drink? 
You have a bit cheeky cider there. It's cheeky Schneider. Apple it's juice. Sean Connery. Apple juice. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the new releases now. And there's really only one game to review. It's Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. What's it called? Cyberpunk 2077. Every corporal cop in this city is going to be blasting down these doors after what you and your psycho friend did. We have a city to burn. So it's a futuristic world. Uh, you have cyber implants in your arms, in your eyes. You can get bionic eyes and stuff like that. Uh, can I get my bionic leg in Well, this? you've said, because you've had a bit of surgery on your knee. My knee. And it I clicks. Said, yeah. I could always do with a bionic knee. Well, in the future, I think you might be able to get a straight-up replacement. But this is a world where that's happened. So okay. people can cosmetically mm. choose to alter parts of their body. Your skin can become more protective against bullets. You can have bionic anything you like. If you, if you could have anything, what would you have? If you could alter any part of your <clears> body, what would I'd you have? I'd have a bionic nose so that I could actually breathe through my nose. Because oh, yeah, it, I always struggle. I struggle. Yeah, Ooh, you struggle. Life's hard. I know. Uh, it hasn't been a very good release, though, for CD Projekt Red. No. There's been bugs, glitches, freezes. People uh, who played the PlayStation 4 version and the Xbox One versions have been basically saying it's unplayable. Mm-hmm. Lee said this in the news, actually, as well. PlayStation have removed the game from the store. Microsoft are offering refunds, so it's been a bit of a disaster. And I don't know about you, but I've never heard of a game being no, taken never. off. Never. It must be really, really bad. I mean, you've played a lot of it. So what's it like, Chris? What's it like to play? There's quality mode and performance mode when you start off. Mm-hmm. If you choose to play in quality mode, it's unplayable, even on the Xbox Series X. Okay. It simply won't work. It's like playing a game underwater. Okay. You move forward, five seconds delay, and then your character actually moves forward. If you choose performance mode, it's fine. It's a nice looking game. It actually looks very good. It's quite a smooth game. The problem is that the attention to detail is shocking. Mm. So the very first thing you do is you you start off in a bathroom and your Mm -hmm. character kind of is not feeling particularly well. Uh, And the first thing you can do is walk into a a cubicle in the bathroom and there's some characters smoking, but they haven't bothered to put the cigarettes in their hands. So they're they're puffing away on nothing. That's basic, isn't it? Yeah, but you used to play games like that on the PS1. They'd kind of be holding something, but they actually... You know, didn't have anything in their hands. So it's a bit lazy, to be honest. Keanu Reeves is the main selling point of this game. It took me eight hours to get to a point where Keanu Reeves was introduced to the game. Why? Because there's a lot of pre-story. There's a lot of, you know, learning the controls. The tutorials take absolutely forever. Most people are saying this game really only works on the PC. So they haven't really optimised it at all for any of the other systems. I've seen some gameplay where, like, literally it says there's someone there that you need to shoot at. You can see the kind of the outline of the person. Yeah, but they're just not there. But literally, they're (laughs) either behind a wall, but there's nobody there behind the wall. So it's like, what? I had the weirdest glitch, which was that I got a gun out, um, but my character wouldn't actually get the gun out of his holster. So he just held his hands up, and there was a blank space. And I was trying to shoot this boss... And nothing was happening. So weird. But you just said that you, you played, what, eight hours? Eight hours. How can you play a game because, eight hours you, like that? The, the frustration is that it's got a huge soul in this game. This soul is like, it, it can be a, an absolute work of art and masterpiece. It should be getting 10 out of 10, but they shouldn't have released it. It's not right. ready. It should have come out in February or March next year, and we would have waited, and we would have been happy and given it a 10 out of 10. They say they're going to fix it in January and February. Okay. I think the best thing to do is pretend this game hasn't been released yet, just at all, because... In February, March next year, it's going to be unbelievably good. It's getting a zero out of ten because it's not out yet in my sure. mind. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is not available on all platforms. It's not available on the PlayStation Store, but for those where it is available, it's about fifty quid. 
It's the Christmas special of the Naked Gaming Podcast with Chris Barrow and Lee Milner. Hello. That's right. Hello. That's I don't believe in end of year roundup episodes. You know, like everyone at this time of year is like, oh, let's look at the highlights of the year. Oh, I don't like It's like a montage. No, you oh. want new content. This is all new, this That's episode. Fair. You're not, Lee would have very happily had a, a montage of the year. Slow-mo montage. Slow-mo? Yeah, what yeah. on a podcast? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Hello. Remember the video versions? <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Uh, no, we're going to do some new stuff for you. And in fact, we also just released another bonus episode because we're feeling so generous an right now. An extra episode. Uh, an extra episode of the podcast all about the next generation Xbox as we got our hands. Well, you, you On the managed Series to X. Yeah. I unboxed it and everything. Uh, yep. Yeah, so if you thinking about buying one uh, have a listen to that now at this point in the show lee was going to review crash bandicoot on the run mm. which is a mobile game one of those endless runner games where you kind of collect the coins or, or the fruit as it would be in crash bandicoot but it's not out yet for some reason even though, even though it should have been out now so instead i challenge you to play a very similar game called santa runner okay so we've got santa on a train track which is dangerous by the way uh tap to play okay tap Ooh, okay, so you're collecting coins and you're kind of zigzagging in and out of different carriages. Oh, I failed already. That wasn't a good one. Let's try again. Uh, Okay, so you have kind of the score in the top corner. The graphics are basic. I mean, it's a basic game. First of all, why is Santa running? I mean, he's not exactly a very fit man, is he? He's quite uh, obese. Um, And also, where's he running to? Where are his presents? What about the reindeer? I don't understand. I don't understand the point of this game. Why is it so Christmassy? Is it because he's he's forgot to get his train from London Liverpool Street? He's like, ah, I need to get home for Christmas. Last call for North Pole. Also, why is he collecting money? It's a bit greedy, isn't it? Oh, well, I've finished. Score. I don't even understand the score. Game over. Oh my goodness me! Santa is getting his freak on. Oh yeah, you twerk it, you twerk it, go Santa. So if you're thinking about getting the Santa Surfer Christmas Special, which is a bit of a mouthful, don't bother because it's really rubbish. However, it is free. Give it a go, but don't waste your life. There are better games out there. Thank you so much. Santa Runner is available for free. How did you find that one? I just typed in Santa Games. And there weren't really that many. Uh, it's got one review on the App Store. I'm pretty good, though. You are? Well, you're always quite good at that sort of thing. You're good at simple games. Um, but Thanks! It, it has, at the moment, one one-star review on the App Store. So uh, No, I'm checking. <laughs> uh, so do check it out, but maybe not for a long time. This is the Naked Gaming Podcast with Chris Barrow and Lee Milner. And all yep. that jazz. And all that jazz. But it's time for our simulator of the month. And uh, as it's December, we had to go for something festive. Our reporter, Alex Mass Rhodes. Xmas. Oh, I see. Okay. Alex Mass. Xmas. Ale- Alexmas. Xmas. That's all right, isn't it, that one? Alex, you're going Alex Mass. You're yeah, okay, it's Xmas. <laughs> uh, he sent us this. Hello, Chris and Lee. It's Alex here, back with another game. This time it's festive, as you can probably tell by the music. Once again, it's from that just endless, unlimited, big old garbage dump that is the App Store. You're never going to guess what game it is. It's called Christmas Dentist, 
which are probably the that's the worst combination of words I've ever heard in my life. Uh, and basically, you're a dentist to all the Christmas figures of your childhood and beyond. So you get to pull the rotting teeth out of Santa's mouth. Oh yes! So let's give it a go, shall we? You can choose your uh, patient uh, or victim first. So I've got options here. I've got Santa Claus, uh, Mrs. Claus. Uh, the snowman, Grinch, who else we've got? Oh, I've, I've, I've accidentally clicked Mrs. Claus. Now, it's difficult to even to describe. Um, she's got this kind of gaping maw of black teeth full of cavities. In front of you, you've got a tray of kind of festive looking, but still also very lethal looking implements to pull out her teeth uh, and just go to town on her gums. Let's pick out the pliers first. Oh, God. She's already wincing in pain. Right, so I've got a lock hold of one of her teeth, the incisor, I think. It now wants me to shake my phone to pull it out. Oh, that just pops it out and puts another one in. Okay, so what else have we got? I think this is a, some kind of cleaning implement. I can put a little sort of dentist light on um, Mrs. Claus's face, but it doesn't really make any difference. I've got some horrible looking pizza cutter thing here. Let's see if we can do a bit of this. Oh, this is to get the sort of plaque off the bottom of the teeth. I mean, it would be incredibly sinister if not for the jaunty Christmas music that plays incessantly in the background. There are different types of teeth you can put in, but they're all locked, presumably behind a paywall. Who's paid for this? Who who has bought any of the purchases on this? Why? It's going pretty well. I mean, Mrs. Claus is... I mean, I guess it's just it's because of a diet of uh, sweets and gingerbread and things like that. It is wreaking havoc on the residents of the North Pole. Forget coronavirus, gingivitis is what they're worried about. Let me just pull that. You see, you can scrub the teeth, but what you can also do is just pull out all the rotten ones and put new sort of veneers in. Oh, I've put the wrong sort of type of tooth in there. Ooh, I think that's supposed to be a smaller tooth and I put one of like a... I put like a front tooth in at the back. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Oh, I've done it again on the, on the right-hand side as well. Oh, God. She's got huge veneers. Looks like Jimmy Carr. I bet at some point they did have like sound effects of like the drill, but they realised it was too unsettling and sort of jarring with the Christmas music, so they removed it. All I'm really doing is pulling out all her teeth and putting new ones in. I'm not a very good dentist. It's kind of a sort of smash and grab approach. I don't know. I don't know whose interests, like who made this? Why have they made this? Okay, I I kind of get the sort of, okay, yeah, we can do a dentist game. Fine. You know, I'm sure there's, you know, lots of wannabe dentists and things out there who might want to test their skills on the app store first. But why give it a Christmas theme? This isn't for wannabe dentists. This is for wannabe serial killers. Everyone who downloads this should be on a list. Oh, Uh, you might be able to hear it's running an unskippable ad. But it's also not stopped the music for the original game. So the two songs are just playing over each other. Listen. It's become even more nightmarish, which I didn't even think was possible. I thought I'd hit the peak with the title of Christmas Dentist. Oh, you can press a, you can take a photo and it saves it to your phone's camera roll. Why would you want to keep that? So yeah, you can also do the Gingerbread Man and Frosty the Snowman. First of all, neither of those things should have teeth. That's scary enough as it is, let alone let you pull them out. So that's Christmas Dentist. And my New Year's resolution for 2021 is to stay away from the app store because it's a place of nightmares of unspeakable horrors but i have a feeling it's not done with me yet merry christmas everyone 
Thanks, Alex. Christmas is ruined. Just before we finish this episode of the Naked Gaming Podcast, let's talk about our game of the year choices. Um, I've got a very good idea of what you're going to go for here. Go on then. What do you think? Well, it could have something to do with the, the plushie that I got you for Christmas. It has to be... It has to be Crash. Crash Bandicoot number four. It's about time. One of the best games that we've played together. I think what's been fun about it is I've enjoyed watching you play and then we kind of help each other out of the bits where we get stuck. It's been hugely fun. It's been, it's been a good year for games, it though, has actually. hasn't it? Because we finished Mario. We yeah. completed that. That was on the Switch. I've absolutely loved... Um, Little Nightmares. Oh, yeah, you Can't did, wait for number you? two next year. It's coming year. out next year. I think it's uh, January or February. But Crash, I think it has to be my number one because not only have they kind of really, really, really ramped up the graphics and the characters and the adventures, it's like a whole new game, but the same game. Yeah. So that's my, that's my number one. What about yours? Uh, I'm going to go for a game that I don't think many people will have played, even though we've raved about it before, and that's Control. Uh, which is a game that won uh, an award at the BAFTAs. The That's one that how good it is. Yeah, you, you kind of go, and then you pick up the big blocks and throw them around with your telekinesis powers. Mm. Psychological, uh, thrillery, a little mm. bit of horror in there as well, which I think you enjoyed when mm. you played. Just come out on the Switch if you're interested in having a go as well. But for me, in terms of new games and brand new games and new properties, they call them, it's got to be Control. I just thought of another game, though, that we've missed oh, out, God. which I think was really good. Streets of Rage. Oh, Streets of Rage 4, yes. It was, that and, was awesome. And they're releasing some downloadable content for that soon as well. So I like, I did Special like... Special mention. How about that? Yeah, I, did, I liked that. But what, is there anything else that we're missing? <gasps> Jurassic Park. They've just released that on the Switch, but it's not very good on the Switch. No, so you've got I, get it on, I get it on the PS4 if you're going to get it or on computer. Any, or computer. Yeah, I would computer, say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jurassic Park's a good shout as well, but that's the last year. <laughs> Last month we said we were going to give away our Mario Game and Watch, and it's there for us all now. Uh, we can announce the winner. And... Wait, 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 wait! Oh, you drum roll it. Okay, by me. The winner is Steve Dooley Woo! on Twitter. Woo! Well done, yeah! Steve. Congratulations. Well done, Steve. Uh, we're going to send Steve, it off Steve, Steve. right now. You're going to use that same pink wrapping paper to. Yeah, Steve. We'll just we'll just send it like in fact, <laughs> recycling. There we go. Save the planet. We'll post this through your letterbox tomorrow. And it won't, well, we'll send it off to, to tomorrow and it, it may take uh, quite some time to get there based on our experience. <laughs> uh, but we're going to send it off right now. And if you want to be involved in our giveaway, then we're going to give away something else as well. And I better go and get it. We're so generous, aren't we? We're just so generous. So we are going to give away this copy of Immortals Phoenix Rising, Ooh. which is uh, for the Xbox. If you're interested, it works on the Series X and Xbox One as well. Uh, and it's a bit like Assassin's Creed, but a more cartoony version, which we reviewed actually in our Xbox special episode, which you must download right now. Yeah, if you want to win Immortals uh, Phoenix Rising, all you got to do is follow us on Twitter. It's at Naked Gaming Pod. Uh, give us a retweet as well um, and we will enter you into the competition. Details on Twitter and Instagram if you want to get involved. Uh, we'll be back in the new year. Hopefully, 2021 will be better. It will be. We gotta, it can't be better. We got married this year. 
yes. <laughs> it's been brilliant since then. Well, February was a great month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we'll be back next year. Um, it's been a great year for gaming. Yeah. Um, and I have no doubt next year will be even better. Cheers. Cheers. You haven't got a drink. Go get me a drink. Okay. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW.